you're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. This is Fight Fan Weekly. Fight Fan Weekly. We bring you some latest UFC slash MMA news, along with fight predictions for the upcoming week, which this week is UFC Fight Night, uh, uh, a complicated name versus Qatar. Sabit. Okay. Sabit. 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 Magomed Sharapov. I think yeah. that's how you say it. I don't know. Either way, we're going to be starting off talking about Darren Till's story. Yeah. Did you know about this? I had no idea. Okay. So Darren Till spoke about this after his win against Kelvin Gaslam. He said he so fucked he was so fucked up uh his confidence was so fucked up before the fight that he said he was seriously considering faking an injury Ooh. to get out of the fight before he walked out. Cuz that's how cuz he had a couple of hard fights where he got knocked out yeah. and he was saying that he was so messed up in the head basically that he was considering faking an in, like seriously considering faking an injury to get out of the fight. That's crazy. Um I, me personally, I love that kind of honesty out of guys. Yeah, I was about to say he didn't go through with it. He's just... well. Even if, what I'm saying is, I like the, I love the honesty of being able to admit that as a professional and not have to pretend you're always... that you're like unshakable and all this. Because GSP used uh, talked about that after he retired, how he would go into the bathroom beforehand and he wouldn't let anyone in and. He's like, I would just be looking at myself in the mirror like, you can't do this. Like, you're not going to be able to do this. And he would get to the point where he felt like he was going to throw up and all this shit. And then he would slowly just talk himself into being like, like, you can do this. You're good. And he would come out fired up. And, like, everyone thought he was, like, just, you know, firing up. He's like, I was terrified, though. I was terrified. That's not. And, d- and Till was saying, like, nobody ever wants to talk about this. He's like, but anyone who's a fighter knows that you are completely terrified before you go in there. It's weird to think of GSP talking like that because he's such at a higher level yeah but i guess yeah that everyone they're competing on like center stage especially the last fight like second last hmm? theirs was the second last fight well i meant the last the whole thing oh oh, yeah um was i mean they're breaking new grounds constantly with like how wide the audience is and stuff like that it must be absolutely terrifying well the hard part too about MMA and uh, individual sports is that you don't lose with a team. Yeah. You lose by yourself. It's all and you, buddy. It's not like you have fucking like how many how many baseball games are there a year? A lot. 162. How many football games are there? 16? 6 Pre- 16 regular season, 18 I with think, playoffs. I think, se- I think 17 regular season. Okay. I think I thought it was 16. 17 was you the playoffs. You might be right, but I have I feel like I have 14. Either or. Uh, Hockey is like 60 or 70 or 80-something games. So fighting is like one to three fights a year. Yeah. Three's on the busy, busy side. Yeah. And then you get the rest of the time to think about what happened in the previous fights. So when you lose by yourself, especially if you lose bad, like Till had gotten knocked out bad, um, it's got to be fucking difficult, man. All the people talking shit. All, like if you like, especially I, these days, dude. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like getting knocked out and going online, and then like all you see is your same knockout, is you being knocked out repeatedly. Yeah. And people calling you a punk or whatever. Yeah. Like, shit they I don't know if I. I would probably say that it would be better not to even read those. I would agree, but how hard is that? Yeah. Um. 
But just to have somebody of that caliber and fight on that card to admit that they were thinking about faking an injury, which everyone was going to like immediately say, like, fucking coward is that. I don't say that. I say that's probably a very natural thought process, and he's just being honest. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure that has crossed through a lot of guys' heads, and they just, you know, compose themselves and go out there and do what they were training to do. But it's very refreshing and kind of like uh, humbling when you when you see a guy like that. It also reminds you that these are people. Like, yeah. we talk about them like they're fucking superstars, but at the end of the day, they're, they're people. Yeah. Like, they put in the work. This is their job. Yeah. It's, it's like you said, it's kind of refreshing to get that. Yeah. Mike, Mike Tyson talked about that in the documentary about him where he, he was, which was crazy to think that Mike Tyson Feared would be anything. afraid, but he was, that's what he, why he was so dangerous. Cause he was terrified most of his life about like people doing stuff to him and yeah. all this stuff. But he was talking about, it's a really famous clip when, uh, from a documentary called Tyson where he's like. The entire time I've been training camp and all backstage, he goes, I'm terrified of this man. This guy has been training to take everything I've worked for. He's training to humiliate me. He's training to knock me out. Like, this guy could take everything from me. And he goes, and every step I get closer to the ring, I gain one a little bit more confidence. And he's like, that's the only time I gain confidence is when I get into the ring. He's like, the entire time before that, I'm terrified that this person can beat me, that they're going to take what I have. He goes, but by the time I get from the dressing room to the ring – the second I step in there, he's like, I'm a god. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. That's fucked up. But, yeah. So, it was it was pr- pretty, uh, I said, refreshing hearing that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Not That wasn't the way I expected this story to go. No. All right. Also, the rumored McGregor versus Masvidal. Yeah, apparently McGregor wants to fight Masvidal. And I don't know if Masvidal wants to fight McGregor, but... Um, Interest. It's interesting. It is an interesting thing. Because um, we just had the Nate Diaz-Mosfidal fight, which ended not the way everyone would have liked it to end. Did you hear about that, by the way? Hmm. About the doctor? Coming out and posting something? Yeah. He said people are giving him such slack that he's like legitimately afraid right now. He's like... I, well, he had, I, get, he had death threats. Yeah. 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 Like, people need to calm the fuck down. Like, yeah, to everyone, anything like this, dude. And this is – the problem with that is that these are not – anyone that's going to give death threats to somebody for stopping a fight or anything in sports, uh, yeah, I, I don't consider that a true fan. No, no. Because you're, you're – at the end of the day, the fighter's health is the first thing that fucking matters. And, yeah, we were disappointed that it got stopped. But we weren't in the ring. We didn't see what it was. And to be fair, the, the cut looked a lot worse when you go back because his eye was kind of hanging over his yeah. eyebrow was hanging over his eye. So to say like, you're going to threaten the doctor because of this shit, like you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people talk shit and there's a lot of people online that are fucking just, you know, whatever, but you're not a fan of the sport. You don't give a fuck about the fighters. If you're doing that shit, you're a fucking troll or whatever the hell they call them. Fuck off. Yeah, that's that's where I I stand. Fuck yeah, off. Um, but, along. Go, so yeah, going back to this, it's kind of weird because like Masvidal versus Nate. I mean, I'd watch it again. I don't really need to see it again right now until I see Nate fight somebody else or Masvidal fight somebody else because unless some major adjustments are made. I mean, granted, Nate got caught hard in that first round and that dictated a lot of the fight. So who the fuck knows what would happen in a rematch? But you know, the BMF title that he won, you know, he, he 
technically has it. So I don't know if it's up for grabs, but McGregor's probably want to jump on that now. And everyone is talking about like, oh, you know, Masvidal is the fucking biggest star. He's got more star power than, than McGregor. And I had this conversation before you came over with Shane. And he said, do you think that Masvidal is a bigger star than McGregor or has more pull than McGregor? And I was like, as far as right now, as far as the MMA community with the hardcore fans and the mediocre hardcore fans, I would, I would probably say yes, because he, he's got all this hype behind him. He's just won the BMF belt. The Rock was there, gave it to him. That put a lot of eyes on him and all that. And everyone's kind of saying like, oh, everyone's forgetting about McGregor. It's Masvidal, Masvidal, Masvidal. I'm like, yeah, but you forget that McGregor is basically a household name at this point as far as MMA goes. Yeah. Masvidal's not. Did you know who Jorge Masvidal was last year? No. Didn't know who it was. Most people didn't know who the fuck he was. Even after the Ben Askren fight, talking about it, seeing the clip, it took me a while to piece two and two together to remember it was the same guy. Yeah, nobody was paying attention. And that was an amazing knockout. Yeah, not to say that it's not warranted his the 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 shine that he's getting. Oh no, he deserves everything. But nobody fucking paid attention to Masvidal. Nobody was going out and buying cards just for Masvidal. Besides, I mean, hardcore fans of his and his family and all that. Yeah. But the Ian Edwards thing where they got into a fight backstage where he left an interview and went up and punched him in the face three times. And then the knocking out of Ben Askren in five seconds has catapulted him into this BMF belt. If you ask me, even after the Ben Askren thing, if they're going to have a BMF belt fight at 170, who do you think is going to be the... The t- to two guys in it. My initial reaction would probably be Robbie Lawler and Nate Diaz, not Masvidal. That's interesting. Because he came out of nowhere. That's like his hype and his his draw came yeah, out of basically yeah. nowhere. We know what it comes from, but it, it it sprung up. Yeah. And I was talking, we were talking about people with, uh, with draw power and like how people like McGregor only come around once every 10, 20 years. I mean, look at boxing. You got Muhammad Ali. You got... Mike Tyson, you got maybe Oscar De La Hoya, and you got Floyd Mayweather and Pacquiao, maybe. Really just Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson are really the, probably the, the two guys where anywhere in the world you show someone their picture, they know who that is. 100%. Right? McGregor is, I don't, he's not quite at Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali status, but he's getting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Masvidal. Like, the way that I judge how, how popular somebody is in MMA, like, the real way I judge how popular they are in, in the, the mainstream is I ask my parents if they know if they heard of them. <laughs> and people that are 10 to 15 years plus or minus my parents' age. Okay. Because they don't watch MMA and they don't follow it, which means if they've heard of you, you you're it. doing something. You've you're being it. recognized. Yeah. They know who McGregor is. They probably think I misspoke if I said Masvidal. Because they'd probably never heard of him before. I still think it sounds like a fucking Pokemon. Yeah. Like, I expect him to pop out of it. was a fucking a- badass Pokemon, I'll tell you that much right now. Fighting type. Yeah. So, like I said, I'd love to see this fight. I think it would be a good comeback for McGregor. I think yeah. it poses a lot of problems for both guys with this fight. And I think it would be um, a very exciting fight with the style matchup. So, I want to see this more than I want to see McGregor versus Frankie Edgar. I want to see this... Probably more than I want to see Justin Gaethje versus McGregor, even though that's another good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have a problem with this fight. I think it's a tough fight for both guys. So yeah, I'm fucking all for it. 
Well, then maybe hopefully we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. All right, up next, we're going to be talking about the upcoming fights for this. Oh, that's wrong, Timmy. Oh, no, Jesus, you're <laughs> not on your game today, sir. The, no, that was the wrong one, too. Uh, the upcoming fights for this weekend. Oh, I don't know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the one who controls the box. Okay. The box well, is mine. box is controlling you today. Um, Alexander Volkov versus Greg Hardy. Hardy's the only name I know in this. Okay. Uh, and honestly, do you find it hard to start rooting for people, even if you know they're the better fighter based on past track records. I mean, he yeah. already had Hardy. Yeah. Already had uh, not exactly a halo above his head no. coming into the UFC. Then there's he pulls some stupid shit along the way. Then there's the inhaler gate. I hate using the word gate after everything. I know, but it is what um, it is. Then there's the inhaler gate. And honestly, at this point, I, I know it's stupid, but I just don't want to see him win. Yeah, he has the um, the Mayweather effect and all this shit where right now I'd say if someone's buying a card because of Greg Hardy, I'd say 70% of them are probably buying it to watch him lose. Yeah. Or maybe it's a 50-50. But if you, usually when people buy a card because of someone, they want that person to win. Yeah. But they're a fan. Hate is a powerful thing too. McGregor, uh, Mayweather made a whole career off making people pay to watch him lose, right? So as long as you pay the ticket, you can do whatever you want for it. Like that that's famous thing from uh uh Ice Cube said NWA when they were in the in the uh people were running over their records with the uh with the things trying to ban rap music back in the day. And he's like, can't believe they're doing that. And he's like, hey, they bought the motherfucker. Right? They do whatever they want <laughs> with them. I don't going. give a shit. People they already gave that. us their money. People do that today. Like, there was the whole Nike thing for a while. People were burning Nike shoes. Yeah. Everyone was like, why are you doing that? You, you already bought it. You know what my, you know what my whole thing with that is? What? Take away social media and the fact that you can record yourself doing it. Nobody does that. Oh, 100%. Nobody's burning their jersey in their backyard if they can't put it on social media and be like, look how fucking soapboxy I am. Look at me making a stand against fucking whoever. Nobody's doing that shit if you can't record it. Well, then social media is important because it is a soapbox. It is a soapbox. You get to talk about but it. But I, I think the reason why people care about that shit so much is because they can use the soapbox. Oh, 100%. It's not, it's not the same thing. It's they want to be a part and get a little bit of shine off of it. It's not really because they want to. They're they're making a statement. They don't really care. They just want to make the statement. Yeah, exactly. Um, Either way, let's break down the fight. Greg Hardy. He just fought. Yeah, he did. He just had a a long fight with uh, the the combat wombat, um, and uh, he needed his inhaler in between rounds. Well, he says he didn't need it, but usually I don't do things I don't need to do. Yeah. Uh, He used an inhaler in between. He used an inhaler, and uh, now. Less than a month later, maybe I don't know, maybe just just shy or just over a month later, yeah, roughly a month. He's going to be fighting Alexander Volkov, who is a tough opponent. Okay. Okay. So, granted, Hardy's just coming off a of camp. I'm assuming he's healthy. Uh, maybe he thinks that all he's got to do now is work on cardio. Volkov is not the same fighter as the combat wombat, so he's a lot taller. He's a lot better striker. Um, not as uh, much of a brawler. So this is an interesting fight because Greg Hardy in the previous fight um, was very patient, stayed on the outside, peppered him, yeah. pretty much played a smart game 
I think if he does that against Alexander Volkov, he's going to lose a decision. Well, that's not normally Greg Hardy's go-to. No, it's not. So maybe this will be kind of going back to basics, but kind of an interesting Yeah, and Volkov, I believe, was winning the fight against um, uh, the Black Beast, uh, uh, Derek Lewis. And in the last 10 seconds, gets caught with a hook or maybe a minute and 10 seconds and got knocked out. But he was winning the whole fight. So he... I think if Greg Hardy is going to win this fight, he's got to knock him out because I don't know if he has the skills of Alexander Volkov to go point for point with him in decision. He either has to hurt him early and gain his respect real early, or he has to knock him out in the first or second round. Volkov probably is going to expect Hardy to come at him like a fucking bull in a china shop in rounds one and two. But So I know you don't like the answer, but who do you give it to? Ooh, um... Gotta make a decision. I would say, I would say on paper, I'd have to give it to to. I'd say I'd have to give it to Alexander Volkov, based on experience and the fact that Greg Hardy just came out off of another fight, didn't have real time to train or prepare for him. Yeah. But that being said, I would not be surprised if Greg Hardy knocks him out. Okay. What are you doing? I am a freaking. You're I need terrible to today. Terrible. All right, all right. Zabit Magomed Sharapov versus Calvin Cater. Um, I got to go with Zabit on this. Zabit has looked just fantastic. He he's one of those guys that makes you question your own like like what you're doing. Like yeah. how, how, like how do I, how can somebody do that? So he, he makes up a lot of shit in there. He's very um, high-level striker. His awareness is fucking off the charts. Um, and he's he's been nothing but spectacular since he's been in there. And Calvin Cater's no fucking joke. But um, I got to go with Sabit on this. That's fair. Yeah, got to go with Sabit on this. Real quick one because I don't really have too much else to say <laughs> on it. All right, well, we will see if you are right. I didn't really answer these ones because I have no idea who's fighting. No, it's okay. I did Greg all the talking. Hardy. Uh, I'm gonna go with Qatar. Um, <laughs> Qatar. Uh, in the meantime, why don't you guys go to BrodownPro.com? Check out all of our awesome stuff. We got our Christmas special sweaters for your ugly Christmas parties. So they go check those out. Dope. Available in sweater and long sleeve tee. They're adorable. <laughs> ugly adorable. All right, guys. Until next time, we're out. You're listening to Bro Down podcast all fucking day.